0: Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV. This is episode number 520 for the 6th of September, 2017. I'm Robbie Ferguson. Jeff Weston's here with me tonight. Sasha's off, but we are going to be unboxing her gear because a lot of
1: it. I
0: think everything's arrived. I believe so. So we're going to get into the box, we're going to show you everything that we've come up with and get our first look at everything that is there for her gaming computer. Build. So excited! We're also going to talk about security. Mm-hmm. We're going to learn a little bit about how people use social engineering in order to trick you, your friends, your family into doing something you shouldn't do. And we're going to get talking about uh, your kids as well and how we That's can protect right. them yeah. on the internet through mobile devices. It's going to be good. Good show. Great show plan for you, folks.
1: Stick around. We're going we're gonna to talk about lots.
0: You've got some interesting stories for us
1: as well. Oh, I do. What do you have tonight? Okay. Well, here's what's coming up on the Category5.tv newsroom. Reddit is going closed source. Iconic board game Settlers of Catan is coming to virtual reality. Amazon is facing at least one lawsuit from those recalled solar eclipse glasses. Mm. Nearly half a million pacemakers are vulnerable to an easy hack attack that could kill the user, and a firmware update is immediately required, and... A huge breakthrough has been made in cancer research as scientists develop a nanobot capable of killing cancer cells in under three minutes. Stick around. The full details are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Our live recordings are trusted only to solid state drives by Kingston Technology. Revive your computer with improved performance and reliability over traditional hard drives with Kingston SSDs.
0: Category 5 TV streams live with Telestream Wirecast and Nimble Streamer. Tune in live every week on Roku, Kodi, and other HLS video players. For local showtimes, visit category5.tv.
1: Category5.tv is a member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here, cat5.tv slash tpn and the International Association of Internet Broadcasters, cat5.tv slash
0: IAIB. Welcome to the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Nice to have you here. And to my right, your left, Jeff Weston. Hello. I'm Robbie Ferguson. Sasha Dermatis couldn't be here tonight. Or ever. Gave her the week off. Yeah. (laughs) She'll never be back with us, folks. Now, before you get worried... She's getting married this weekend, and Sasha Rickman is going to be joining us in two weeks' time. It's true. Yeah. So they landed uh, just uh, earlier this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So they're getting ready, all Mm -hmm. geared up for their wedding. Hopefully the weather will treat them well, and uh, things will go really, really great. We're looking forward to having her back as well. Yeah. Um, Tonight, as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're actually going to be looking at some of the gear that has arrived so far. So tonight is... The most amazing unboxing episode Oops. of Category 5 Technology TV ever. It's true. So if you're into unboxings, this is for you. If you're not, move along.
1: Or just stick around and feel the excitement.
0: <laughs> it is exciting. Man, some of this stuff is really cool. I can't wait to get into it. Jeff,
1: how you been, my man? I'm good. Actually, I've uh, been very busy with work, trying to get back into things now that summer's all done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's and like a
0: change of seasons at work.
1: Uh yeah yeah it goes from not so slow to definitely not slow mm-hmm. yeah it's one of those things mm-hmm, when I started mm-hmm. they're like oh yeah things slow down in the summer because everybody sure takes a vacation it's true though I'm still waiting for that
0: we've seen that where you know it's customers are away and so you don't get a lot of the same kind of stuff but now as fall is approaching I'm getting a lot of calls for websites yes my job itself is technically programmer, mm-hmm. web developer, and so on and so forth. So, um, so my skills are put to work when it comes to customizing PHP backends and MySQL databases and things like that. Right now I'm working on um, connecting a massive inventory system via uh, secure encrypted connections to MySQL, MariaDB, and uh, it's, it's pretty cool. But I'm seeing that real... Like the uptake, the increase in, okay, I've got meetings out the wazoo of people that are wanting these new websites and having to put them out like that.
1: Yes. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad I don't have that kind of demand. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more so like, hey, I'm going to send you 50 emails that I haven't sent you over the summer and I need them answered today.
0: So tell the viewers what it is that you do. So just so they understand what it is that we're talking about here.
1: Um, I'm a negotiator. Uh, I negotiate employment contracts. And uh, deal with the enforcement of said contracts, uh, deal with labor dispute, mm. uh, arbitration, stuff like that. So it's, you know, so it's from, fun.
0: From case to case, is it fairly similar? Like you don't have a whole lot of change in what you do from one thing to the next? Or?
1: Uh, I would say it's about as similar as 100 different people coming in with their computer saying it doesn't work.
0: And it's all different
1: problems. Pretty much. Yeah. Even if it's the same problem, it's a different problem. Mm. Uh, no one case is uh, exactly similar. Uh, no one round of bargaining is exactly similar. Yeah. And you know, you could follow the the process that normally works, and you're always going to end up all over the place. But that's why I love the job. It's dynamic mm. and it's fun, and you know, it's uh, it's an adventure every time. Being it's
0: in cool. IT and being a programmer. I find a real ebb and flow from I'll be doing sales like crazy and then all of a sudden I'm doing websites Mm -hmm. and then I'm doing customer support and then I'm doing computer repair and all this kind of stuff. So it's a real... It's a lot of fun because yeah. you're never doing the same thing twice. Oh, exactly. And yeah. you're always going from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And if things are slow in one department, I'm busy in another. Right. So it's pretty cool and keeps me on my toes.
1: Well, well absolutely. What, what I like, and I don't know, maybe you get this in your in your field. Um, what I like about mine is when people don't realize that I know other things. Right. So like I was at a meeting today where they're, you know, somebody was trying to pass off something that they were doing. Technologically, They're mm-hmm. like, oh, we need to make this change. And, ah. you know, they use their catchphrases to make it sound good. And I'm like, well, if you're going to do that, what about that? And the guy just stops and looks at me. He's like, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Like yes, I do, mm-hmm. and then that realization sunk in. Like, oh, I can't pull one over on <laughs> this guy. <laughs> so he's <laughs> like, all right, well, let's get into the meat and potatoes of it, then, shall we? I'm like, please, let's, because I like technology. It was, it was good. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Um, chat room, I see you there, StormChaser3000.
0: Nice to see you. Uh, I can't wait to get to your questions. Please bank them for a moment's time. Jeff and I are going to do our best to watch the chat room without Sasha here, uh, and uh, and we'd love to get to that. Uh, first and foremost, at the at the gate, um, just a real quick discussion about security. And we've talked about ransomware, we've talked mm-hmm. about um, phishing scams, and people that um, their business, if you will, is to trick users and usually a novice user into providing banking information, providing login yes. credentials, or even providing in some cases access to your company network or your computer if it's at home, those kinds of things. So uh, we had one recently that is is something that I wanted to bring to your attention because we don't always realize how vulnerable we are. And, and I know that our viewership, a lot of you are quite technical, so... Um, If somebody phones you and says, Hi, I'm calling from Microsoft. Uh, We noticed that you've got a virus and we need to access your computer. We've got free support. We're going to remote in and help you out. You're probably going to hang up the phone (laughs) or tell them where to go. You know, unfortunately, mom or dad or grandma or grandpa or brothers or sisters may not be as savvy as you or I and fall for these unfortunate Very unfortunate. Yeah. So one gentleman uh, I was speaking with had that happen where the call came in. Actually, no, I think this guy actually got into the search engines, started looking for help. Oh. He was seeking help. And we got to remember, when you go to, you know, if you, if you are going to go to Microsoft's website, it's Microsoft.com. So it's important to understand the difference between the address bar, the top of your browser, versus a search. Yes. Because if I search for Microsoft.com, I'm going to get 30 million results, and one of them is Microsoft.com. That's right. So this guy um, was looking for help on in installing a printer or some other thing and couldn't get it going, so got into Google and started looking for help and found free support.
1: Oh, We convenient.
0: will remote in. We will remote in and take care of your printer drivers for you and get everything up and going. Oh, no. Perfectly fine. Now, in this particular case, the folks, you now he gave them access, thought they were legit. The folks actually fixed his printer for him service with a smile so see how they're getting see how smart these folks are getting The, the the people who are creating these phishing scams they actually fixed the problem resolved it for them now we've got this amazing trust going on
1: right wow you guys did a
0: great job thank you so much how much do i owe you nothing what
1: it's free nothing is free
0: now we also offer a service that we can keep your computer up and running for you and and help you out and and make sure that everything's hunky-dory all the time. And so he said, yeah, I'll opt into that. Sounds fantastic. Along comes their remote administration tool. Yep. And now they've got access to his computer 24-7. You don't really know what they're doing with it. Anyways, long story short, he started to get suspicious. Okay. Started to think something is not right about this. Like, they're, they're starting to creep me a little bit. Remoting in and taking over the computer at random times, and things are not quite what what he would expect. So he called them up and said, "You know what? I, I'm I'm not feeling good about this. I I am going to take my computer to my local computer shop. Um, I want to I want to opt out. I want to I want to close down our account." So they said, "Because they're smart. Remember, we're just going to need to remove our software." Uh-oh. So no problem, no problem at all. We're gonna we're gonna Get our software off of there. We need you to punch in this code. Go to this website, and we're going to access your computer and oh, no. do this for you. We're going to cancel your account. Cancel their account. They did. Oh no! You ever heard of RM-RF slash? Yep. Deleted. Oh no! All of his files. Oh, no. Purged everything that was dear to him. His business files, all of his pictures, everything, deleted. Oh.
1: He didn't have a backup, did he?
0: Didn't have a backup, no. Oh, man. Who has a backup anymore, Jeff? Oh. So it starts with tricking the user into giving them access. Yeah. It could be a phone call. It could be you actually seeking it out and going on to Google and finding somebody who's providing this service for you giving them access to your computer, letting them in, and then now they're not going into destructo mode. They're going into let's build trust mode. Yep. Let's make this person believe that they're dealing with a legitimate company. We're going to do, uh, do that first. So now we've got that trust. Don't violate that.
1: <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Now, what would have happened with the software if he had not have told them, just brought it into you? Well, uh, would there be a fail-safe to the software, or do you think this is just their scam?
0: Usually, well, a lot of times what I've seen is they're going to install something like TeamViewer. And right. Okay then what they do is they remove some of like, the uninstall entries, they remove some of the, the visible elements of TeamViewer so that um, they can remote in. Now, TeamViewer is absolutely legitimate software. It's fantastic, right. as a matter of fact, but it can be used for, uh, for bad purposes. Right. So they, they hide that TeamViewer in the background so that you don't actually know that it's happening. You don't know that it's, it's watching your computer. Right. And uh, so... There's, uh, I haven't yet seen like a Trojan horse where if you don't let them access it, it's going to blow up all your files. This was a legitimate, hey, okay, well, you're going to close this down. We're going to wreak havoc on your files and show right. you who's in charge. Well,
1: oh, that's what happened. That's painful.
0: But I suppose they could. you know, A Trojan horse in the software that if it doesn't dial home once a week, then guess what? There go your files. And that's what we see with ransomware, WannaCry and CryptoLocker and all the derivatives of both of those and everything else that gets into your system, infiltrates your files, uh, encrypts them so that you don't have access to your documents, your email, anything at all, and then requires you to pay a ransom in order to get them back. So we see that.
1: That's unfortunate. I had a friend about six months ago. mm -hmm. uh, She got an email from Microsoft that her system required a system update from
0: Microsoft. Yep,
1: it yep. Was from Microsoft, said required a system update. and She needed to click this link to be able mm. to access the software. Yep, uh, and to connect with their live chat support to make sure it installs properly. Well, not cluing in, she did, and next thing you know, she's locked out of her computer and watching oh, them. Dear. Like, explore oh her computer, and yep. she can't do a thing.
0: Her mouse is turned off. Her keyboard's turned off. Pull that's right. the
1: Ethernet cable, folks. Well, that's... Yeah, she did not. Yep. What she did is she hit the power button. Okay. And then when she turned her computer back on, they still had control. Oh, yes. So, then she was freaking She installed out. something. Yeah.
0: And, and the other thing is that antivirus doesn't stop it. No. Because there's a question that happens somewhere along the lines of do you want to install this application? That's right. And when you have those folks on the line, they're going to say, oh, press yes, press okay, press approve, yep. press you know, whatever it takes to get this thing in. And their smoke screen is pretty good, folks. Mm-hmm. So all this to say, I mean, if you've got folks in your life that are potentially susceptible to these kinds of attacks, it's up to us to educate them. Because as I say, antivirus is not going to stop this kind of thing. Plain and simple. Right. It's not a virus. It's social engineering. It's smarts. And it's trickery. And so if they click the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or open the wrong attachment and say yes, and sometimes Windows doesn't even require, I mean, user access control was put there to make, you know, put the onus on the user. You know, are you sure you want to? Are you sure? 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 People get annoyed with that question. Are you sure? That's right. Yes, yes, yes. How do I turn off the darn are you sure question? Oh, you just go into control panel and turn off UAC. You oh. can do that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, fantastic. I don't have to deal with that. Are you sure? Are you sure? Every time I open my program, it asks, says, this is from an unknown source. Are you sure you want to run it? Yes. This is going to change your hard drive. Are you sure you want to run it? Yes.
1: See, I've never turned that off. I didn't, truthfully, right. I didn't know you could because I like to see the warning and i if my kids are on the computer i want them to see it really what
0: it does though is it just puts the responsibility on the user right it's not it's it's not protecting you in any way no. realistically it just causes you to think security through obscurity and by hiding things in the background is not really security at all um but what it does it, yeah it makes you think if it's activated but it causes the user to say yes yes and a novice user is just going to say yes yes yes
1: yes yes get out of my face yes 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 just like the whole read our user agreement, nobody does. I did once. Did you? Yeah, I did, did you once. Sell your firstborn? Uh, no.
0: Sign up for some kind of Wi-Fi and
1: it was uh, it was pretty innocuous. Yeah, it was um, <laughs> it was uh, actually the Tim Hortons Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, yeah. I was sitting there one day, and I'm like, "What does this actually say?" Because I'm confident, Mike he head... had a lot
0: of time on his hands and unlimited free coffee. Uh,
1: it's true. I yeah, I read through it, and it was uh, it was wow. pretty good. And because I deal in contracts all the time, I actually okay. understood it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so you
0: got to summarize it for people. Maybe open a blog summarizing I should. end user agreements.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, for the most part. It was you know blah blah blah, you know. We won't sell your personal information, but, you know, we may use your information. We have to it. Information We can monitor it. We can record it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, for marketing purposes and our uh, affiliates and subsidiaries mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So they won't say who I was, but they'll tell everybody what I was doing. Sure. I was reading a user agreement. <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, it goes back to encryption, for example. You go on a website, and it's encrypted, so you're safe. Right. But... The URL is still known. Mm-hmm. The URL is not private. That's right. Your ISP knows exactly what websites you're going to. Yep. And that's how it works. That's the nature of the internet. Mm-hmm. Just when it's encrypted, presumably they can't read the passwords and things like that that are being transacted back and forth between the servers. So. Yep. So educate your friends. Educate your family. And uh, let folks know that, hey, you've got to be really, really cautious of this. Don't turn off UAC. It, really think about these questions. I had one today who called me up and said, I've got this pop-up on my screen. What do I do? It says, do I want to uh, accept or not accept whatever the option is? Deny. Mm-hmm. And she legitimately was not sure what to do. And I said, okay, well, screenshot it for me. And she took a picture with her phone and sent it to me. And it was some obscure website that she's never been to, she's never heard of, and it's trying to install something on her computer. Probably an infected advertisement on one of the websites she's looking at, something like that. I said, do you ever frequent that website? She said, no, I never even heard of it. And yet, your computer is saying that it's going to install something on your computer. Do you want to accept this? How do we think we should answer that question? She was smart, Jeff. She called which is good she asked the question if it was 9am on a Saturday morning she might have just said okay because you know I'm not at my office right right what do you do in that case so Ah, people so it is about education knowing these things so that we can protect ourselves our family our friends
1: that's true Mm -hmm. that is true oh speaking of education quick question for our viewers Mm. I want to put an app on my kids phones so my wife and I we upgrade our phones. We pass them on to the kids. Yep, um, that's cool. You know that way they can use our Wi-Fi, play their games, and stuff like that. Mm. But I want to put an app on my kids' phones that I can control when they use their phone. I can lock them out if they're using ah. it too much. I can remotely remove that lock, but they can't uninstall it. I've tried a few software. Uh, that you can get for free through the Google Play Store. They're Android phones, by the way. Um, oh, okay. Through the Google Play Store where you download it and you have those features. But all the kid has to do is install it from the phone. I want something where they can't install it unless hmm. I uninstall it or access them to uninstall it. So I'm looking for some suggestions from our viewers. Wow. So if you know of something, please let me know. Uh, I'm willing to pay a little bit, <laughs> but not a lot. I was the, looking at one that was a $100 a year subscription, and I'm going, I don't need 100 bucks for that. Okay.
0: I'm looking at ESET Mobile Security because it has some of those features for Android. Oh, okay. um, so, But whether or not it's what... You, see, what you're describing... Now, this is a great tool that adds things like... Filtering and uh, anti-theft, anti-phishing protection kinds of things. Yes,
1: and I have that on my personal Um, phone.
0: Yeah, and this is a great product for keeping your phone safe. There is a free version that has, like, real-time scanning and remote locking, remote siren, GPS, uh, geolocation if someone steals your phone, that kind of thing. And then a small fee for ESET Mobile Security Premium, which has additional features. but. You're right. They can circumvent that. If they know the Android password, they can change things right. in the phone. And most likely, you know, every parent either removes the password or gives it to their kids so that they aren't hounding them every five minutes. Right. Now, uh, the screen went black, and now I can't open the phone. That's right. They almost need to have multi-level, like an administrator password for Android. Yes. Um, but what you're actually describing to me sounds like uh, Endpoint Protector, and it is okay. not cheap. No. Like, this is a, a business product. I don't. Now, maybe our viewers know of something that's for home users that will do this. But the fact is, Jeff, that you have to have a centralized server to manage these things. Yeah, I don't want that. But you have to have it. Right. For what you're asking for, you have to have a central management console. That's where something like Endpoint Protector comes in. Really? Or. An, one of the eset business lines like if you went with uh, eset endpoint protection advanced it comes with the business version of mobile security right. that has eset remote administrator and then you can use remote administrator to block apps right. from the phone on, okay. on a at will you can set up policies in remote administrator that turn on and off um the web browser on a schedule oh cool so that would do it. That's that's pretty economical. Yeah, it is. Like a couple hundred bucks will get you a five user EEPA license.
1: But is that per year? Or is yeah, that, you're yeah. looking
0: at annual subscription fees, right? Yeah.
1: See, and I don't want to spend a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, like I was, you know, there, I was looking at a couple apps that were like, you know, five bucks. Something. Yeah. You know, for five bucks, if it works, it works. It's great, uh, you know. And I don't mind supporting uh, developers, but I just—I the big thing is I want, like, uh, you know, through my home Wi-Fi, I can set the times that the internet works on their yeah. phones. you but, can do that. Yeah, but that but that's doesn't not change achieving
0: what you want. You want app-level control. Correct. That's yeah. going to require endpoint, some kind of endpoint centralized server that's going to. Yeah, run I know.
1: That. I know. I heard about a um, an app. I think it's called Call Your Mom. Oh, came yeah? out a couple of years ago. I think it was only on on uh, iPhone at the time. But basically, you know, <laughs> if your mom tries to call and you don't answer, she can lock your phone. Oh come on now! <laughs> and, and you can only unlock it by calling her, and then she'll put the password in on her app. And if she if you're not on the phone with her, it will, really yeah it was pretty neat. Oh, it man. was like a ten dollar app. It was pretty See, awesome. See that's
0: that's cool if the kids are you know if yes the kids. yeah. Now, I'm picturing my mom doing this to me. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm Robbie, call me! <laughs> have you ever heard of Circle? This is a partnership, a hardware partnership with Disney and a technology company. Circle, no, I haven't It's heard a of it. device that you put on your home network, and it's built for this purpose. But you, okay. have, you have to buy the device. Right, okay. And this, this device, um, it connects with the app that you've got on each of the phones, and gives you some control over these kinds of things. Oh, okay. So I would say that for, for home, this is probably the the answer. Right. And I haven't tried it.
1: That's only so I just
0: bucks. go by marketing hype. But, you yeah. know, we get the press releases and things like that. Uh, hmm. 99 bucks, you buy it. So what does it do? Manage your family's devices across your network. Um, kids can get into the action too. Woohoo. All marketing hype. <laughs> um, but essentially, I wonder if there's like a about you know what is this thing? Right. Watch video by Circle. You can watch the video if you want, Jeff. That'd I'll be fine that later. But it, it's basically a little device that you plug into your network, uh, connects wirelessly with your home Wi-Fi, and allows you to manage every device on your network using the Circle app. Families can create unique profiles for each family member from here. Kids will have a connected experience that is designed just for them. Time limits, bedtime, filtering, rewards if they're good. Pause their connectivity uh, off time, meaning, you know, can't be on the phone during that time. Right. And usage control. Hmm. So if they're, you know, yeah, you can watch up to one gig of YouTube. Right. Perfect. So that's called Circle. It's meetcircle.com. If you do end up going that route, now it's available on Amazon, so you can use our partner links. Right, yes. And uh, I'd love to review that product. I wouldn't mind actually getting uh, our hands on one and seeing what it uh, oh, how cool. it functions. Yeah. And you'd be a great use case because you're actually looking for this kind of a device. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hmm. And if anyone in the community has uh, has experienced Circle uh, as of, you know, it's brand new. It's it's a, uh, you know, we're still getting the press releases right now cool. uh, to learn about it. So, uh, but that may be the answer, Jeff.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, something to think about. So if you know, please comment below, uh, let us know, or shoot us an email. And yeah, it'd you know, be good to have some options because uh, I don't know what, I'm, what to do.
0: Yeah, there's your answers, at least from my brain. Speaking of circles, we are spinning around on our core stools tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Head on over to cat5.tv stool. These things are actually really, really comfortable. You hear us talking about them on the, on the show. Uh, but we've switched from standing up to kind of s- sort of sitting down yeah. with our, our feet on the floor almost half standing. And, uh, and I've got Sasha's stool, right? That is usually Sasha's stool. Okay.
1: How's I it feel? I don't know why, but I, hers moves better, I think.
0: Yours is, uh, Sasha's is a second generation core stool. Oh, and it's quite comfortable. Uh, is, is mine first generation? Uh, the one that we usually put on the co-host desk is first
1: generation, yes. Maybe that explains why. I'm, yeah. like, They're stepping I, it up. I always sit on the other one, and, and it's good, but I'm sitting on hers today. I'm going, this is awesome. Huh. He's going to swap them. I don't know you what's watch. different, but I like this one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Check out cat 5tv slash stool to find out what we're on about. They are actually really, really cool. Uh, they work your core as you're sitting, and uh, it's not like sitting on a normal chair because they say that that is not good for you. Yeah, and you've got the elevation
1: aspect. <laughs> well, now I think I'm too down. tall.
0: Yeah. Now we've got to readjust all of his cameras. There you have it. Hey, our 10th anniversary is coming up in just, wow, a couple of weeks' time. Uh, September 27th is our 10th anniversary here at Category 5 Technology TV. Can you believe it? How many of you have been here since day one? Uh-huh. Or at least, you know, year one. I'd be interested to know. I know a few of you have been. You've uh, been. I have been. Yep. 520 weeks in, here I am, folks. Um, but uh, you can get free tickets. We've, we're opening up the studio here um, to welcome you to come and join us for the live taping of the show and the live broadcast. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to see some familiar faces that you haven't seen around here in a while. Uh, Carrie Webb is confirmed to be here. Nice. and uh, I'm going to be here... I'll be here. You're going to be here? Yeah. Nice. So come meet us. Go to category5.tv and click on tickets, and you can pick up your free tickets today. Seating is limited, and so you want to be one of the first to let us know that you are on your way. That is September 27th. Jeff, we've got to take a really quick break. When we come back...
1: Oh, the unboxing.
0: We have a ton of gear here for Sasha's gaming computer build. If you've never built a computer before, or if you want to just see what's inside the box, stick around. We'll be right back. Jeff Weston, Yaman, yeah, you're building a brand new, beautiful website. What? Aren't you? No. Am I? Oh, you're a terrible actor. What? This is where acting comes into play.
1: Oh, I didn't know we were acting. You're supposed to act. Okay, fair
0: enough. All right. yeah, I'm building a really cool website. Are you building a really cool website? You need hosting. One of the things about a hosting account is you don't want to have limitations put on your website. That's true. How much hard drive space do you have? How many email accounts? How many domains can point to it? Well, we've got an amazing deal for you. For a very limited time, cat5.tv slash dreamhost for just $5 and a bit of change per month. You are going to get unlimited website hosting, unlimited email accounts on that hosting uh, service. You are also going to receive a free domain name, Ooh. so your own .com. Nice to put that amazing website that you've been working on it's on true. there. If you run, if you want to build a WordPress site, fine. Sign up. cap5.tv slash DreamHost. Just don't put Panama Papers on it. Just don't do it. But hey, uh, it's a great deal, folks. Best deal you're going to find. $5 and change per month, go to cat5.tv slash dreamhost. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV. I'm your host, Robbie Ferguson. And I'm Jeff Weston. So nice to have you here. And tonight we've got a great unboxing for you. And I mean great. like Oh, yes. Epic. Drool-worthy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, first of all, questions in the chat room pertaining. Now, I'll just let you know. This is part five of Sasha's gaming computer build. Now, Sasha couldn't be here tonight because she's off getting married, yep. which is what this thing is all about. So Jeff and I are going to get into the boxes. We're going to have a little private time with you and these boxes of gear. And uh, we're going to get into it even though Sasha's not here. And then uh, she's going to be back next week and we're going to get started on our build. Is it next or week? Or not next no, week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Pardon me. So you've got questions in the chat room pertaining to, uh, to the build itself or yes. computer stuff? Yeah. So Star Chaser. Sasha will be building it. Fin- yes. Just so you know. Yeah. yeah, we're just doing the unboxing. We're unboxing. We, yeah. we can take things out of the box. That's true. And look at them and, and ogle them. But that's true. all we're allowed to do. Yep, that's yep. right.
1: Uh, but StormChaser3000 wants to know, uh, he says, if I wanted to get a Kingston SSD with 240 gig of storage space, how much would that cost? Mm. Because I want to get an SSD for my new GNU Linux laptop. Nice. And the very simple answer to that is go to our website. Check out the shop. Uh, we have them listed there. Uh, and it will. Uh, you click the link. You can check out the SSDs. And uh, I believe the link takes you right to Amazon, I believe. Yeah,
0: but you know what I would suggest you actually do? let go to Kingston? Go to Kingston.com. That makes sense. See, this is, this is the neat thing. You can shop around, folks. Figure it out first, just like we did here on the show with mm-hmm. Sasha's computer build. And then go back to our website and use our links right. to get there. So the way i would approach this and the reason that we're tackling this during part five of sasha's computer build is it, it it's all related we're all learning how to choose which hardware we're going to go with and we've picked uh and we're going to look at the HyperX savage we've got a, a one terabyte ssd to go into sasha's i machine. think i've got
1: the 250 yeah i love it and it Beautiful is the savage.
0: super fast so on kingston.com head on over there because that's where you want to go to get you know, get information about the hard drives and whatever it is that you want to do. So first and foremost, find out, do you have M2 support? Because M2 can be a lot faster than traditional SSDs. Why is that, Jeff? It bypasses the SATA bus.
1: It bypasses
0: the SATA bus. That's what you connect your SSD into. That's not to say SSDs are not screaming fast. They are, but M2 can be a lot faster. Four times faster. Because you're not bottlenecked by that bus. It goes through PCIe. Right. So Yes. uh, If your motherboard supports it, that's cool. If it doesn't support it, you can buy one of these guys. Um, They've got a a PCIe card with an M2 built into it, and they're screaming fast, man. So, for your case, go into SSDs, and you can see those uh, those uh, cards there as well. You can see the, uh, the M2s and things like that. What you're probably going to be looking at is the consumer line of products. So you go into Kingston's consumer line of SSDs and check these out. So let's see what we can come up with. So by doing this, we're going to be able to compare specs on their website because I know like the 240 gig is screaming fast, but if you up to, uh, I think it's 460 or 480, it, it's a little faster.
1: Yes, because
0: the chips are more condensed and, Mm -hmm. you know, there's more data can, can flow a little bit faster. So you look at this website and so here's the A400, for example, is it goes from 120 gig to 480 gigs and it goes up to 500 megabytes per second read and 450 write. Now, the UV400 are a little bit faster and a little bit larger if you want to go that way. They go up to 550 megabytes per second and 500 megabytes per second to write. That's important only if, you know, if I, I'm working in video, so I need to be able to write a lot of data mm-hmm. really, really fast. If you're just gaming and stuff, then uh, you might want to look at the Savage line. Uh, but, you know, I'm just looking at what's available on their website. You can, you can kind of go through. So if I click on the A400, for example, um, let's see what it tells us. So you're going to find information about the speed of the drive, the capacity of the drive, and so on. So you're basically doing your pre-shopping. You're deciding what it is that you want to do. Now, HyperX uh, from Kingston is kind of the gamer line. So if you're going to be doing some gaming, that's where you want to be looking for those, and you're going to be able to get something that's, uh, you know, it's consumer product, it's fast, it's super fast, and it's more bang for the buck. But maybe, you know, technically it's going to be less reliable. Not that it's not reliable. It's more enterprise stuff is meant to like be running computers in an office environment versus a gaming rig that maybe you turn off your computer at night uh, you know it's it's kind of like that so let's let's see what i can find here um, i see a link there for hyperxgaming.com that takes me to um, their hyperx line like i'm saying this may be where you want to look so you you kind of look through and see what uh, what they have so Savage, that's the one I wanted to look at. So, again, that's part of their HyperX line. So, it's a Kingston drive, but it's meant for gaming. It's super, super fast for, for that kind of thing. So, what do we got? Find out the specs you want. You want 240 gigs? There it is. Cool stuff. You can find out what it, how it compares. So, look at this. Um, let's see. Speed 240 gigs. We've got, uh that's, that's how many reads and writes, uh, or how, how fast. I want to see, like, megabytes a second. That'll, that'll be really nice. 240 gigs, 480 gigs. Uh, okay, so up to 480 gigs is 223 megabytes per second. 960 gigs is 260. So it's a little faster uh, on that particular bandwidth test. That's not read and write speed. Let's see if we have that listed here. Uh, you kind of want to, oh, there we go. Data transfer, 560 megabytes per second read, 530 megabytes write. That's, That's fast. crazy. That's fast. That's crazy. But you see what happens here? Now, we don't see it as much with the Savage line, do we? Because these are all meant to be really, really fast. Like, 520 megabytes read on the 240, and it's the same all the way up to 960. So you can get away with the 240. But those are the things that I like to compare. Right. Why am I paying more? It's not just capacity. A lot of times, especially with the enterprise-level drives, the larger it is, the faster it is. Right. In the Savage line, it looks like they're very, very similar uh, as far as speed goes. So once you've decided, then you can go over to category5.tv. And from there, we're going to go uh, support us and then shop with our partners. Okay, And from there, find the Amazon site that works well for you. Um, so if it's Amazon.com, head on over there. Now, we know that we've already selected Kingston HyperX Savage 240GB. There we go. Boom. So now we know, okay, I can get... This is the bundle kit, which is sweet. It comes with a little extra peripherals. If I just need the drive itself, I can go with just the drive by itself. So I'm going to be looking at today... Based on Amazon's pricing, 130 bucks, Which is nothing. Yeah. So then you might say, hey, l- how much is a 480 uh, It's twice as big. Is it twice the price? So, four, oh, they, they actually show them right here. That's handy. So let's compare. 240 gigs, 480 gigs. What did that do to the price? 220, uh, 225 So it's 100 bucks more. And you're getting twice as much capacity. So then gauge that. So that's the way I would approach it. Figure out what you want to buy first, then head on over to our website, category5.tv, and use our partner links. And that supports the show. It's a cool way to do it because you're not going to pay any differently than ordering it direct. But by doing that, we get a commission on the sale, which is really a cool way to be able to support category Five TV. That's right. Thanks, man. All right. Are we ready to get into it, folks? Yes. Check it out. Jeff, you want to head on over here and and get a look? Whoa. Now, I wanted this shot so that you kind of get a sense for what we've got here. I know you can't see us right now, but who needs to see us right now? This is what we've got. Okay. So, so far, what has come in? We've got a savage... Uh, HyperX drive from Kingston. It's 960 gigs. That's like the terabyte SSD. Super screaming fast. Super beautiful. Love it. We've got the keyboard mouse. We've got uh, an M2 card. Uh, we've got the Kingston Fury RAM. You know, you know. I don't even have to get into the specifications because you've been following the show. Um, and if you go over to cap 5tv slash CPU2017, you're going to know exactly what we're getting into here because the shopping list is right there and you can check it out so over here what else have we got okay <laughs> thermal paste yeah how cool is that right the simplest thing in the world but that's gonna help us to put the cpu fan on uh on there so what do we start with jeff look at all this stuff we've got the cpu and i7 we've got a beautiful motherboard i kind of want to get into that
1: you know what this is the one i've been waiting to get into the mobo
0: yeah. Nice. Okay, well, let's, let's do it. All right, All right. I'm going to move some of this stuff out of the way. Could you just set that down for me, Jeff? I Because can. I want to weigh this thing. Does it not feel heavier than you were expecting? Uh, actually, yeah. I was
1: surprised at the weight
0: when I picked it up. Uh, that's what I said. I was like, this is a lot heavier than I thought. Mm-hmm. So I brought out the trusty scale specifically to find out how much this thing weighs. Two kilograms, 252 grams. So... kilograms.
1: It's more than two kilos.
0: That's what it is. That's what the Taylor scale tells us, Jeff.
1: This feels heavier than my kids when they were born.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You guys ready for this? Jeff, do you want the honors? Oh, boy, do I ever. Oh, man. Look at that. It's the Maximus. What is it? V-I-I-I-I. So that's like eight.
1: Yeah, something like that. It's just beautiful. Beautiful.
0: It is really, really nice. Now, we went with one that has an M2 socket. Um, and what we're doing is we're, we're actually installing a Kingston SATA M2. Right. So the, the, the chip itself is an M2 chip, but it's also SATA. So it's not as fast as a, uh, like a, a, a PCIe M2, but it gets Sasha into the M2 market and using M2 components. Uh, on her motherboard. So that's actually going to go right here. Okay. So the hard drive, if you will, for the operating system is a chip that's going to go right there. And it looks like this. It actually looks like a RAM module and that's going to go right into the motherboard. Oh, okay. That's going to hold the operating system. Oh, beautiful. it's beautiful. It's about the same speed as a, traditional uh, SATA SSD, like about 500 megabytes per second uh, for read and write. Uh, But as I say, it gets her into the M2, it's got her on a motherboard that supports it, so uh, you know, if she ever needs to upgrade she can get into some screaming fast stuff because it gets her off of the SATA bus, because Mm -hmm. it's using the M2 uh, component of the motherboard. So we've got four DIMMs for uh, for RAM, uh, which we also have the Kingston Fury RAM, uh, which is super fast gaming RAM, beautiful stuff, Uh, uh, and we've got a, a couple of uh, X1 headers for PCIe. And then we've got the X16s as well. Oh, we've got three uh, X1s. That's cool. Um, so you can see, there we go. So this is where the processor goes, the CPU. Not sure if you're familiar with that. Uh, there's a bunch of little kind of contacts underneath of here. And if I remove this, you can kind of see. So the processor's going to make contact with all those little itty-bitty um, pins. Mm-hmm. And that's going to give us, uh, that's going to give her, uh, her processor, the
1: brains. Now this motherboard also comes with the start button, which Sasha was asking about. You guys see that?
0: Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. So, I mean, if you ever needed to bypass the case for some reason, (laughs) I guess we used to do that back in the day, man, I'd be like putting this on display real nice. Uh, But yeah, those are like backup switches and everything. We've got a lot of solid state caps. Mm -hmm. See these capacitors? They're really high-end capacitors. They're not going to burst um, like the old-style caps. We do have some old-style uh, caps here, uh, but this is uh, you know, a decent motherboard. You know that it's going to run really well for them and, uh, and treat them well. I am cool. so
1: excited. That's cool.
0: <laughs> that was an easy unboxing because you just kind of opened the lid. What else do we have, Jeff? Uh, let's go with the GeForce.
1: <gasps> what? GTX1070. Okay.
0: All right, let's get into oh, it. I got a pair s- of scissors yep, here,
1: Jeff. Yeah, because we're going to need to...
0: There you go. Chop oh, you away. wanted to get in there? Okay, so this is the video card. This
1: is the video card.
0: This is okay, now we went with the 1070 as opposed to the 1060. It's a step up, it's it's more money, but it's gonna it's gonna do real well. It's built for VR. Oh here we go.
1: Alright, you get to open this no, one. No man, you do it. Together? Together. One, two, three. Oh. Look at that. Okay, okay.
0: Get her out there. Looks like a stormtrooper. Nice. Oh, man. Okay. Grounding myself. There we go. Okay. Robbie, be grounded.
1: These things have gotten so much bigger since I started building computers. This is not your average (laughs) uh,
0: component, Jeff. Oh, my God. There you have it. So look at this. We've got a DVI output and four... Uh, no, two uh, DisplayPort and two HDMI. Oh, okay. And this is full-sized HDMI, so she's going to be able to use traditional HDMI cables, no adapters needed. So two of those and two DisplayPort and one DBI. So we've got lots of room for components. Isn't that gorgeous? Oh. So there's the back. We've got dual silent fans. And this, again, this is the um, the Asus GTX 1070 Jeff, have you got some specs on the board you can share with us? This is the uh, over- Now, we went with the overclocked edition. And I'll just let you know. Now, you can, you can overclock your, um, your card yourself if you want. But Sasha's not that computer savvy. I wanted to put something in that was ready to go out of the box. It's overclocked. It's super fast. The, the base frequency is going to be higher right the, from the moment we plug it in. Right. No messing around. It's already built the way that we want it to be. So
1: specs, uh, 8 gig GDDR5 video memory. Nice. Uh, You talked about the display ports, Microsoft DirectX 12, OpenGL 4.5.
0: OpenGL Uh, is the one that we care about because we're going to be running Linux on here. mm -hmm. Um. Mm-hmm.
1: What's it got? Um, uh, GPU tweak 2. Looking for uh, some other specs on here. It's just the generic stuff on the box. There you go. Oh, is there more under here? That's Russian. I can't read Russian. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up. What else
0: have we got? All right. Here. Let's throw the box away. All right. There we go. Who needs it? All right. We've got the power supply. Yeah. Butte. That's a nice power supply. We went Corsair. And this this is Butte because it is modular. Yes. Jeff, you've been through this
1: before. I have. I have this one, but in the 750. Okay. Not the 850. So
0: we've went with a little bit more power because we are sticking some powerful components in there, like the video card. Yeah. And, you know, you can never go wrong with too much power. If you have too little power, you're going to have some damage to your peripherals. Yes. And so on and so forth. So what do we got here? Let's just get into the box, shall
1: we? You know, what I like about this series uh, from Corsair is that the cables... Are not hardwired into the actual. That's the modularity of it, Jeff. I know that's what I love. You know what I love about it? Ten-year
0: warranty. That okay? Yeah. You know a company stands by their product if they put a ten-year warranty on the thing. Oh, just turn it the other way. Yeah, let's get it around the other way. Nope. Sorry, guys. This is what you see. (laughs) Okay. Let's take a look here. Take that off. All right. We got a bag of goodies. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the bag of goodies in just a minute. But grab that. Power supply right out of there, Jeff. Oh, it even comes in its own bag. Wow. You're not going to use it That's right chance. now. It comes with a free bag, everybody. You look can look use it that. to, like, put things in. Go shopping. Okay. There's all your uh, peripheral ports. 850 watts. Now, this is the thing about this power supply. Completely modular. So there are no cables coming out of this power supply unless you need them. Right that's where this bag comes in
1: Which, uh, it, and it keeps the case so clean I love it
0: there you go now these are beautifully wound cables as well so this is the, the motherboard power connector so obviously you're going to need that we've got tons and tons of different things there's a PCIe video card adapter we've got like tons and tons of stuff look at that it's like Christmas morning yeah just like it so there you go So she's got all the cable she needs, but only going to use what she needs. Right. We don't have to clutter up your case. The other thing about clutter in your case, so when you're looking at a power supply, you got to think about, Um, how this is going to be inside of your chassis, the computer case itself, because airflow is going to keep that thing cool. And when you're dealing with a gaming rig, it's going to be running pretty hot if uh, you don't have proper cooling. And part of it isn't just the fan, but also the airflow, the ability for air to get through and the more cables that are in there, the messier it is the worst it's going to be. This is just a processor, Jeff, so oh, no. I don't know how much you can really see with this, but note that the i7 uh, that we chose, the 7700K... It's a Jeff-proof box. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does not include the processor fan. Right. So there you have it. We're going to leave it in the plastic, folks. But this is, the, this is the brains. This is the chip that makes the computer able to do all of the things that a computer does.
1: Now, if I recall correctly, you were looking at different chipsets. Yes. And that's why you went with this one. Do you recall why this chipset? Well, we've been
0: over it in the series, Jeff. Um, So if you watch back at cat5.tv slash CPU2017, you're really going to get a sense for, you know, why did we choose the 7700K versus uh, whatever else was there. Um, But essentially, this is good bang for the buck. It's It's tried and true. Uh, The 7700K has been around for just long enough that it's still new. It's still current, but we know that it's good. We know that it's stable. Uh, Unlike the Ryzen processors from AMD, which I was also looking at, we're seeing all kinds of problems with those, uh, especially on Linux. So we wanted rock solid. We wanted stability as well as speed and gameability. Okay, what do you got here? Oh, Oh. you're getting into into that before... What? Before we even I, we haven't even got to like processor fan. Oh. We've got I know, right? There's, wait, these didn't show up in my place. Well, we've we've been we've all been working together here, Jeff. That's right cuz we people were helping out. Yeah. See, so we've got oh, okay, right. We got the uh, solid state hard drive from Kingston. This is the HyperX 960 gig. I don't even know if we really need to get into this, but this is um, the I believe that it's the kit that we ordered. And so let, let's, you've got the scissors over there. The let's scissors, let's yeah. get into the box. All right. So just so you know, um, the, you know, a slight difference between the Kingston kit versus just the hard drive. So the hard drive is literally just this, this component right here, uh, versus the kit, which has, and Jeff will show us.
1: So this, here's your hard drive. Beautiful. Nice, beautiful hard drive, and is your mounting plate?
0: That's great for if your case doesn't support. Correct. The three-point-five millimeter, no. or two—the two-point-five, pardon me. I oh, look at this! You got a couple okay. of
1: various things in here. My fat fingers. <laughs> I love this tool. I use it all the time. I. Uh, Jeff, I know it's just a simple screwdriver. So do driver. I.
0: I actually have one on the set.
1: Uh, mine always sits right beside my computer.
0: Absolutely. They they make now. This is my one, my one. So this is just a, a tool that they include. But this it's a computer screwdriver. That's
1: right. It's really good quality. It's, it's like getting a freebie. And the external case. So maybe you don't want to put the hard drive actually in your computer. Uh, you want to use, a, say, maybe a portable backup drive or sure. something. They provide a case. You just throw the hard drive in and it's got your cables for connecting to directly to your computer. You
0: know what else that's good for is that, for example, uh, in this case, this is just her data drive. Right. This is only data. This is not Sasha's main computer hard drive, the hard, like the, the operating system, because that's going to be an M2. This is going to contain all her pictures, her family videos, and all that kind of stuff, uh, saved games, all that. So if it ever came down to it, if something ever went wrong, she could pull the hard drive out, put it in the external drive uh, chassis and plug it into USB and be able to access it on any computer. All right, so there you have it. Now we've got the Kingston HyperX Fury RAM. Now we've gone a little mad. But that's okay. (laughs) Because we've got uh, two 16-gig DDR4 SIMS here. I, I don't really need to open those up, but you can see that we've got a heat sink built into the uh, RAM module, so that's going to keep it cool. It's going to help it to perform better because it's, uh, it's going to keep it nice and cool, which is, as, as I say, one of the key things about a gaming rig. You've got to keep it cool. All right, and then we've got the, uh, this is the CPU cooler. Speaking of, I'm going to open that up. Yeah, I guess we got a little sticker there. So this is uh, the Contact Silent 12, also uh, from Thermaltake, which is also the uh, brand that we went with for the chassis. And uh, I really like their stuff, uh, especially when it comes to chassis, CPU coolers. Uh, I use their liquid cooling in my systems. Um, oh, yeah. Look at the size of this thing. It's massive. Wow. <whistles> okay, so what do we have? This is the, uh, the fan here. So we can, yep. we're going to have to set all of this up for Sasha. So oh we're, we're not going to take that off of this because uh, we want to keep that very, very clean. But this is the heat sink. How do you like that for keeping your system cool?
1: I don't even, even think the rad in my car is that big.
0: We've got a 120-millimeter <laughs> fan, which is going to uh, blow the wind over top of the heat sink and out the other side. And that's going to do a really nice job. I don't know what's in the box.
1: I don't know. We're going to find out, though. Here we go. What, what is it?
0: We've got uh, an adapter for oh, okay. uh, for mounting to a different uh, different type of CPU socket. And then we've got the power adapters and pegs and things like that. Uh, because it's compatible with various different types of sockets, right? So, like, Intel LGA 1366, 1156, 1155, 1151, which is what we're doing, 1150, 775, plus AMD's AM4, FM2, FM1, AM3+, plus, AM3, AM3, AM2+, and AM2. So, you can pretty much install this thing in any modern system. How brilliant is that? So, this is, uh, this is also... Uh, a component that you can find out more about by going to cap5.tv/cpu2017. And Jeff, this brings us to the one that you want to see. Oh yeah, I want to see this—the chassis from Thermaltake. Now we went with the Versa uh, C22 Black Edition. Right. I was looking at the Snow Edition, but Sasha said, "You know what? Dave loves—you know—he's gonna love it if it was a black computer case." Right.
1: Oh, 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 oh. oh, come on. Pull. Uh, come on. Pull on. push. Here, let's uh, do this. Let's do this. Oh, come on. This is killing me. This is ridiculous. Uh, there oh, we oh, go. Oh, oh, we got we to gotta coordinate our efforts uh, yes. here, Jeff.
0: <sighs> now, watch for static shock.
1: Yep. Here oh, we go, man. Oh, <sighs> Uh, You know, I am not afraid to admit that the jealousy factor is going through the roof right now. (sighs) Mm. There's something satisfying about that sound. (laughs) Shock factor, I said. (laughs) He's peeling plastic.
0: (laughs) I'm touching the metal. He's shocking me. Okay. (laughs) Let's cool the, the shock factor just for a moment. Okay, I'm going to get these, uh, these chassis screws out here, which are just thumb screws, so you don't need your tools uh, to get in there. That is a slick-looking case. Oh, boy. Okay, I want to get into the inside here so I can show you what it looks like. Here, help me out, Jeff. There's a lot of sure. thumb screws. It's, it makes for some exciting TV when I'm doing it all by myself. That's
1: true. Almost it's like is. dead air. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, you. All right. Let's do it. Oh man. There we go. Oh, so this is like a plexi. Yeah. This is not even there's no metal on this. That's just a piece of plexi. How do you like that?
1: Oh man. Oh, that that is beautiful. Right there.
0: Can you folks see that? Now this is a cable management case as well. So you'll see these guys, right? I can hide everything in such a way that the cables are all going in behind and not even visible at all. Which so is I can nice. I can feed the cables From the power supply, which is going to go right here, up through this hole right here, which has got a nice little grommet, um, and then out wherever it needs to be. Beautiful. Okay. Nice. We're not firing this up today, folks. I can't wait to do it. I can't wait to do it. But what I want to show you is, now, there are LEDs built into this. Light emitting diodes. It's got really cool light effects. And one of the things, Jeff, that we were concerned about is making sure that the lighting effects did not require software. Right. Because a lot of times, then, if you're on Linux, maybe it's a Windows program. Maybe we're going to run into that kind of a problem. So this one, this particular chassis, has a built-in controller module on the top here. We've got USB, just like Sasha wanted, right off the top. So there's a USB 3 port there. Uh, There's another one right here and another one right here. Look at all of them. (laughs) So we've got three, four, four USB ports. Uh, We've got headphone and microphone jacks. And we've got the controller for the lighting, uh, which we're going to get into, you know, in time. Looks like this is it. Function LED so all I have oh, to do is, is just push, push it. through. It just cycles through the different options. Right. That's pretty sleek. There we go. There's the front of it. Uh, when it sh- it's two weeks so back? That looks so sleek. Yeah. Uh, I want to build this today, Jeff. I You know what? I do too. She'll forgive us, right? I don't even know how to get into it. How would you get into this? I, maybe you don't get into it. Maybe you don't. Maybe they just say, you know what? People don't use optical drives anymore. We're going to find out, though. Uh, uh, I don't see any release mechanisms for the front. I think it's just that is what it, it yeah. is. Although there are, I see two cavities here for five and a quarter bays, and I've got a three and a half inch bay here. Uh, I can see that from the other side. But there's so there has to be a way to get into it, Jeff.
1: Is it, is but we don't know it. It's like my computer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna find it. Those are what RAID slots, I think, or what's that on my? Computer. Oh yeah, we
0: found you had yeah. some kind of <laughs> some kind right. of crazy things. Come on, join me here, Jeff. All right. We've got one more component to unbox. Uh, you can come around and. What do we got? Is it the keyboard mouse? This is it. All right. This is the last thing, folks, for Sasha's computer build. And just want to quickly say thank you to everyone who has pitched in so far uh, to make this happen for Sasha. She had a good budget to get started. And, you know, we decided let's let's come together as a community and really make this happen for her and and get some of the better components. So she's not cheaping out on components just to to meet a budget. Mm, That's cool. This is a cheap keyboard and mouse, and I really like the look of it. And that's
1: the solid button. That's that's nice. I don't hear you clicking it. It's very quiet.
0: Really? Nice. You can game into the middle of the night. That feels good, too. Yeah, it does. It's It's got a nice nice gaming mouse. Yeah. Looks like it's got AA battery port on the bottom there. Yep. It's got a transmitter receiver right in the bottom of it. Come on.
1: Get into the keyboard. There we go.
0: And there you go, folks. Uh, 2.4 nice gigahertz keyboard. gaming keyboard, completely wireless. Looks great with the chassis. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be real happy with this.
1: Yep, I think I'm going to have to go over and play at their house for a bit. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Well, oh my goodness, I'm what just what a
0: great bunch of gear, eh? Ah. <sighs> So, in the next few weeks, we're going to be building this into a gaming computer for Sasha and Dave. Now, they're off getting married right now. And, uh, well, this, this weekend. Well, yeah, this weekend. And she's back. She comes back uh, sometime next week, and she'll be back with us two weeks from today. So we're really hoping to be able to get into it at that point. Uh, please do go to cat5.tv slash cpu 2017 to learn more about the build, how we selected this hardware, why we did, how you can buy it, how much it costs, and also how you can support the build uh, in such a way that it's it's like a it's a wedding gift for Dave and Sasha. Sure. You know Sasha Dermatis from the studio here, uh, and it's our little way of saying to her, hey, you know what? We really appreciate you, and uh, here's a little something-something to, to put toward
1: this build. So uh, I think Looks great. Cool. Who's on yeah. cleanup? Uh, you. Great. Wait, no. Um, <laughs> Shizu. <laughs>
0: you think she's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's on the organization thing. That's yeah. right. All right, perfect. Yeah, we'll that see sounds if good that makes her happy. Sounds this good to all me. All of
1: it makes me happy.
0: How many boxes did the stuff come in? That's the question coming from Soldu in the chat room.
1: Uh, we must have had
0: five or six shipments anyways.
1: Yeah, pretty Pretty much every day for like a week, week and you know and half, what was, was something rolling in.
0: You know what was kind of funny and a little ironic? And we say tongue-in-cheek, like, hey, yeah, the thermal paste came. This is for the CPU so that you get a good contact between the CPU and the fan. Stupid thing. You want to tell them? It was like a $6 product for like $7 shipping. <laughs> $7 shipping on this. Stupid. Nothing else had shipping costs. <laughs> every, it was all bought on Amazon, so it was free shipping.
1: And the thing that frustrates me is when it arrived... It was like two hours from my house. No. I, I could have gone and just picked it up and slightly detoured from work.
0: And how did it feel that all this hardware is coming to your house? You know And what? you're not allowed to, it to use it. It was painful. Oh.
1: I man. am not going to lie. I, so when we decided with Sasha that it was all going to come to my house so that Dave didn't see any of the stuff mm. because he has no clue, I had to go home and tell my wife, look, there's going to be a ton of stuff delivered to the house. <laughs> I didn't buy it. Uh, just so you know. She's like, okay, that's fine. I told her what was going on. But every day, something would arrive, and it was like, "That's oh. awesome," And it just, it pained me to not be able to play
0: with it. I know, right? <laughs> and for those who are wondering, because I had said originally, I said, oh, well, why don't you just ship it to our address here right. at the studio, uh, to Sasha? And it turns out she can't do that from Amazon because we're an Amazon partner. Right. Oh. So you can't ship things to us. Okay. Because we're the part, it's just like this roundabout way that Amazon works, and huh. so it ended up going to you
1: instead yeah. of to me, so. Which I was okay with, because yeah, I got to sit there and just drool. Ogle it. Oh, nice. yeah. There was a lot. And now of you
0: can. You can watch the video over and over again, folks. Mm-hmm. Go to cat5.tv slash cpu2017. Looking forward to putting this thing together. Jeff, you are in the newsroom, and I, I can feel it. You are ready. I you got am. all this stuff around you in the newsroom now. I know. I'm not Other even going to be able to read the news. I'm just going to drop it off.
1: Look at everything and just drool. Mm. <laughs> our
0: newsroom. It's like, he's in the newsroom, and he's sitting next to me. Yeah, that's right. That's our newsroom, folks. Yep. I've got a green screen over here. I've got another studio over here. We just need more cameras. We don't sure. have enough cameras to bring in the other sets, so we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: All right. Well, here are the stories that are covering this week in the Category 5.TV newsroom. Reddit is going closed source. Iconic board game Settlers of Catan is coming to virtual reality. Amazon is facing at least one lawsuit from those recalled solar eclipse glasses. Nearly half a million pacemakers are vulnerable to an easy hack attack that could kill the user, and a firmware upgrade is immediately required. And a huge breakthrough has been made in cancer research as scientists develop a nanobot capable of killing cancer cells in under three minutes. These stories are coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Now, here's another great way you can support the shows you love from the Category 5.TV network by shopping at GearBest. That's
0: right, Jeff. Uh, Cat5.TV slash GearBest. It's an online store for the geek streak in you. Or the loved ones. Well, of course. I mean, especially your loved ones, right? Uh, because Cat5.TV slash GearBest, quite frankly, has all of the greatest tech gifts that you could ever hope for at rock bottom prices.
1: Do they have cell phones?
0: You betcha. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has a wide assortment of unlocked Android cell phones and tablets.
1: What about uh, consumer electronics? Those make a great gift.
0: Absolutely, from high-tech watches to action cameras, headphones, even virtual reality headsets. Cat5.tv slash GearBest has you covered. They literally have it all, Jeff. Literally. Really? It's like a superstore, right from the comfort of your own chair, at your computer, through the interweb.
1: Yeah, there's no way they have it all. It's true. It's just a bunch of uh, random electronics. Test me. Um, What about clothes?
0: Yep. Both men and women. Fashionable apparel at rock bottom super duper prices. Kind of like this? Well, look at this coat. What do you think? It's a slimming mock leather jacket. I love it. It's available for less than
1: $30
0: plus free shipping at cap 5tv slash GearBest.
1: All right. You kind of got me there.
0: Wow. Any other questions for me, Jeff?
1: Uh, Now that the winter has passed, flying season, do they have any good deals on, say, drone copters? Oh,
0: my goodness. Well, check this out. Dude, they have everything. Check out over 500 various drones. And not only that, they're available marked down by about 30 to up to 63% off the regular price. Love it. What's the website again? Well, you're going to find GearBest on our partners' pages for any of your favorite Category 5 TV shows like New Every Day, Category 5 Technology TV, The Pixel Shadow. Uh, but of course, if you want to shop absolutely right now and you want to go straight to the site, all you have to do is visit cat5.tv GearBest.
1: See, that's easy. That's right. Happy shopping. I'm Jeff Weston, and here are the top stories of the week of September 6, 2017. Nine years after going open source, Reddit is archiving the source code for its website and mobile apps. The source code will still be accessible, but will no longer be updated. Reddit cites concerns about competition as one of the reasons for the change in direction. But Reddit is not completely turning its back on open source. While it will no longer be possible to access the full source code, it will still be possible to access a limited number of code bases, such as Baseplate, Rolling Pin, and Maxuna. The site says those who have been paying attention will realize that this isn't really a change to how we're doing anything, but rather making explicit what's already been going on. And users are not convinced by that explanation. Reddit explains that the initial thinking behind open sourcing the project was to ensure the site would stay alive no matter what happened to the company itself. Well, nine years later, Reddit has evolved into a gigantic online beast, and the company points out that it has done a terrible job of keeping its open source project repos updated. In a post explaining the changes, founding coder Christopher Slow says open source makes it hard for us to develop some features in clear, like recent video launch, without leaking our plans too far in advance. As Reddit is now a large player in the web, it's hard for us to be strategic in our planning when everyone can see what code we're committing. Hmm. The iconic board game Settlers of Catan is coming to virtual reality. A new version is being developed by game studio Experiment 7, which previously created a uh, a pair of VR to take on chess, with feedback from the original minds behind Catan. The VR game, which is coming to both Oculus Rift and Gear VR, and called simply Catan VR, is described as true to the classic, but optimized for virtual reality with a fresh, fully immersive format. Unfortunately, right now the creators aren't showing off what the new VR title looks like, though it appears that it will feature both a single player and online multiplayer content. I love Settlers of Catan. When I heard this, I was stupid giddy. VR is getting, like, real, man. I know. So I have no clue. Now you can going play to- board games in VR. Well, I have no clue what it's going to look like, yeah. but I'm, you know, I'm picturing, okay, is this going to be, like, first person, yeah, walking knows? around, doing trading and resources? Like, I have no clue, but...
0: That would take it to the next level. Oh, yeah.
1: Or... I remember battle chess
0: when we were kids oh, where yeah. it was chess pieces that, you know, as you move them, then all of a sudden they turn in they morph into a real person and start slicing yes and Yeah. That was a lot of fun. But imagine that as a board game. It's still a board game, but it took it to the next level. Oh. Could so they do cool. something like that?
1: So cool. I can't wait for it to come out. That's gonna be exciting. Hmm. All right, a U.S. couple have filed a proposed class action lawsuit against Amazon, claiming they sustained eye injuries from solar eclipse glasses purchased on the site. Corey Payne and Kayla Harris said they experienced headaches and vision impairment after using the glasses to the uh, to the U.S. eclipse on August 21st. Amazon issued a recall on potentially hazardous eclipse glasses on August 10th, which we reported on August 16th. The couple, however, claimed that they were not informed of the recall, which means they didn't watch Cat 5. What are they doing? I know. Legal documents filed by the pair say the warning was tragically too little, too late. Amazon has declined to comment on the lawsuit, which was filed in a federal court in South Carolina last Tuesday. (laughs) Okay. Pretty much every day for a week leading up to this, all you saw was... Glasses recalled. Mm -hmm. Don't look directly at the sun. Blah blah blah. So do not use these glasses from Amazon. I I saw it everywhere. So you'd have to be living in a hole to have not seen that information. I don't know. I'm not sure. I buy it that they weren't informed. Yeah,
0: that's such a hard thing. Like, whose responsibility does it become? And Amazon sells. Like people sell products in Amazon as if it's almost like it's developed into like classifieds, right? In a way, when you buy something on Amazon, you're probably not buying it from Amazon unless you've specifically selected it as Amazon, right? They emailed everybody that,
1: but even then, it's not Amazon's product.
0: That's it. Like, yeah, it's a tough thing. Where where do you where do you you know do you do you buy the cheap thing? Save a couple bucks and find out that, hey, it's going to make you blind.
1: See, w- oddly enough for the eclipse, uh, my grandma's funeral was happening at the time the, the eclipse happened, mm. and uh, <laughs> we, uh, we were all standing outside as they were placing her casket in the hearse, and, uh, and somebody comes up to me with a paper plate, and they go, look, I put a pinhole in this plate. If you hold it out, you can actually see the eclipse on really? the pavement. So That's we had this way. plate yeah. out and because the sun magnified through the yep. hole, so whole bunch of us stood around, you know, grandma's placed in the, the hearse, and then we turn and we look and we watch the <laughs> eclipse as it happened. Wow. It was, oh, a, that's, it was a very that's kinda, memorable moment.
0: Yeah, that's kind of special.
1: Yeah, but it was, it was Commemorating neat. Commemorating grandma. Yeah. Cool. All right. Talk about painful software updates. An estimated 465,000 people in the U.S. are getting notices that they should update the firmware that runs their life-sustaining pacemakers or risk failing victim to potentially fatal hacks. Cardiac pacemakers are small devices that are implanted in a patient's upper chest to correct abnormal or irregular heart rhythms. Pacemakers are generally outfitted with small radio frequency equipment so the devices can be maintained remotely. That way, new surgeries aren't required after they're implanted. Like many wireless devices, pacemakers from Abbott Laboratories contain critical flaws that allow hijackers within radio range to seize control while the pacemakers are running. Abbott representatives wrote in an open letter to doctors, if there were a successful attack, an unauthorized individual, i.e. a nearby attacker, could gain access and issue commands to the implanted medical device through radio frequency RF transmission capability, and those unauthorized commands could modify device settings, example, stop pacing, or impact device functionality. The update will require patients to visit a clinic where doctors will put the pacemakers in backup mode while the firmware is being patched. The Abbott letter said that certain patients, the update should be performed in a facility where temporary pacing and pacemaker generator change are readily available due to the very small estimated risk of firmware update malfunction. Nanobots that drill into cancer cells can kill the cancer in just 60 seconds. The tiny spinning molecules are driven by light and so quickly that they can burrow their way through cell linings when activated. In one test conducted at Durham University, the nanomachines took between one and three minutes to break through the outer membrane of prostate cancer cell, killing it instantly. The motor is a rotor-like chain of atoms that can be prompted to move in one direction, causing the molecule to rotate at high speed. Dr. Robert Powell of Durham University said, We're moving towards realizing our ambition to be able to use light-activated nanomachines to target cancer cells, such as those in breast tumors and skin melanomas, including those that are resistant to existing chemotherapy. Once developed, this approach could provide a potential step change in non invasive cancer treatment and greatly improve survival rates and patient welfare globally. The scientists whose work is reported in the journal Nature created several different light activated motorized molecules designed to home in on specific cells. The researchers Researchers are already proceeding with experiments in microorganisms and small fish and hope to move to rodents soon ahead of a clinical trial in humans if animal testing is successful. I love this. Awesome. I think it is probably one of the coolest news stories we have ever covered. It's it's like life-changing, literally for oh, yeah. some people. But the fact that you could take, I mean, when you look at a picture of it, it's, it's not, I mean, we're talking literally atoms. Like, it's small.
0: Yeah. our picture is an artist rendering, so understand right. this is something that is so incredibly microscopic. Like, you can fit tens of thousands of them on a single hair.
1: Uh, oh, probably millions. I mean, millions. I mean, who knows? Like, I, I don't millions. even Millions. <laughs> but I think this is so neat. And the fact that it's just, it's been something that's been manufactured and it's controlled by light, and then mm-hmm. it's gone like you just, you go in there and the cancer's gone it's obliterated it's killed. I love this. I think this is so stinking cool
0: I can't wait to see how what's next what's next for the tech right how can this be you know obviously they're they're still in trials, but this could be absolutely groundbreaking oh for sure and something I've never thought of <laughs> yeah no. okay let's stop it with chemotherapy and let's do nanobots yeah
1: oh so awesome I think it's It's cool. (laughs) Big thanks this week to Sparkly Balls, Roy W. Nash, and our community of viewers for submitting stories to us. Thanks for watching the Category5.tv newsroom. Don't forget to like and subscribe for all your tech news with a slight Linux bias. And for more free content, be sure to check out our website. From the Category5.tv newsroom, I'm Jeff Weston.
0: Thank you, Jeff. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and our website is category5.tv. Thank you again for joining us this week, and thank you to all of our viewers who have taken us on uh, through our tip jar. By just throwing something in the tip jar, donate.category5.tv, or especially those of you who are our patrons. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you so much, and you can get there by going to cat5.tv slash Patreon. And that's a cool way that you can support Category 5 by simply throwing a little bit into the jar every single week. And that makes a world of difference around here. So thank you very, very much. Yeah, it's all the time that we have, folks. We've gone over time. Appreciate you sticking with us. Jeff, nice to have you here. Nice to see to you again. And I will see you next week when I am going to be taking a look at the world's fastest data storage. Look forward to seeing you.
1: Bye!